Hello and welcome to Starter Set. My name is Ed Sylvester. This is Sam Bradley. And welcome to the show that takes you deeper into the pages of Dungeons and Dragons. Lovely. Hello, Sam. Hello, Ed. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm currently not here. Don't be scared, I'm not a ghost. Um, I'm currently on my honeymoon, so we're recording this seconds after the last one. Oh, time travel, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, bibbidi bobbidi, TARDIS. <laughs> Just use TARDIS is almost like an exclamation point. TARDIS, yeah. So, um, I'm not here, but I am here. But welcome to the show, anyway. Ed, how has your week in Dungeons and Dragons been? Oh. That hasn't happened yet. This is getting very. This is like Loki, isn't it? This is like Loki. Um, I can tell you that my week has been successful in Dungeons and Dragons. That's good. Because I have successfully read some Dungeons and Dragons books. <laughs> we didn't plan this bit out, did we, before we started? No. I've been at your wedding. What can I do? You know, Great. That that's... dragon really brought it to life. Do you know what we did? So Sam was getting married. He's at the altar. And okay. he's like, oh, where are the rings? And I'm sitting there. And I've got three guests around a table. And I'm like, all right, so you're at a wedding. And they ask for the rings. Who, who of you has the rings? And they all looked at me and they were like, dude, you, you, you have the rings. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, no, no, this is literally your job. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, fine. Now I have the rings. And then I got too involved with it. Thought I was playing uh, Frodo in Lord of the Rings. So yeah. I was like, nope, they're my rings. And then a small gangrely sort of gentleman jumped on me. We had a fight in the middle of the church. Yeah. Uh, this bit's got away from you, hasn't it? You were trying to think of a Lord of the Rings pun, and now it's become something else entirely. But lo and behold, Sam yeah. did get married, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I have all my fingers. That man was also taken away and committed, though, who jumped on me as well. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a good week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, so that's my D&D &D week, basically, Lovely. which is pretty much very similar to yours, because you well, were also there of... in the church while all this was happening. No, it was a life model decoy. I was playing D&D &D with the lads on a Tuesday night. Um, no, so I'm really <laughs> gutted because obviously the last session we'd done a load of really great role playing and we were pootling into the city and by mm. now we will have been to the city and no doubt been given some awesome quest which will be fucked up because I won't be there. How arrogant a statement is that, alas? Ah, uh, no, I think in, that, in the um, dynamic of that group you enjoy being the person that keeps the... Uh, movement in a lateral oh i am uh, a direction of that group which is which is interesting considering the fact that that there's a fair amount of us and for some reason we we're the sort of that group is the sort of people that will spend 20 minutes discussing on how they would like to cut or peel an orange hmm. and then a minute on how they feel like they would want to overthrow a government which by now is possibly where they're at yeah, exactly. But also, it's surprisingly similar uh, conclusions to both elements as well. <laughs> Pieces everywhere. <laughs> it's all about segmentation. Exactly. Um, that is a rather nice jump in, I think, because we've got like not a much up front, but we do have a lot to talk about mechanically because mm. we're doing rogues. So do we want to just jump straight into the ads and then we'll get on with the new tables and stuff? Let's do it. Straight into the ads and then tables and stuff. Damn near professional. I say near professional. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. 
And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. Welcome back, and thank you to everyone who's taken ads on the show. We love being part of the network. Check those shows out. Ed, we're talking Rogues Part 2. We spoke last week about how uh, the things you should look out for as a rogue, the mm. things that make up what a rogue is. Your stash, that is to say, your secret, what it is you're protecting. Mm-hmm. Um, your fence as well, mm-hmm. as in the, your connection to the underworld, and something else which despite having recorded this literally five minutes ago i've forgotten sam that's okay because what it allows me to do is it allows me to remind you and then immediately go into that element that element of course which i'm sure all listeners of the show know exactly what it is i have no doubt they're far more capable of hosting this thing than me the things that they come out on on our Discord and tell me about the things that I've said in the real world, and I'm like, I've never said anything like that. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, it's actually real, and, and it's there, and it exists. But I am, of course, talking about the legendary rogue story. That's it. The story, the Mona Lisa behind the bar that everyone says is fake, but is actually real. Got it. Yes. Yes. The roguish hero who is no longer or with us or something along those lines. So, <clears throat> if you would get a carad array of dice ready. Got it. What do I need? We're going to build a rogue yes! story. I love this. Here and now. I'll need a yeah. D4, Hang on. a D8, yeah. Ooh. and a D6. Got it. I'll use my Thieves' Council dice as well, purely by accident. They've got the little devil. They're the ones with the devil faces on, if you've seen them on Instagram. Mm. Serendipity does exist within the world. So, if you would be so mm-hmm. kind as to roll a D4 to begin with. Got it. That is a... I always get confused about reading a d4. That is a two. A two. Fantastic. So, your legendary rogue story is about an assassin. Brilliant. You know how much I love assassins. Was he foiled by a teleportation bathtub? I'll tell you how he was foiled later on. Or if he was. Roll a d8, please. Exciting. That is a six. His name... Or her name, because mm-hmm. it's entirely ambiguous at this moment, was Whispered Death. Fucking A. If I had rolled a five, would it have been like aggressive flan? No, five is Dreamer. Um, Ooh. Yes. Roll a d6 for me, please. Come on, lucky sevens. Damn, three. Three. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, this assassin by the name of Whispered Death took the jewels of the gods now mm. is it actually the jewel of the god or is it just something that was called the jewel of the god it could well this is the thing it's a story mm. you can make it up to be what you want for instance as this is an assassin maybe the jewel of the god is actually a god child <gasps> or and he fucking killed him but he didn't kill him he 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 kidnapped him yeah and it's like what's that boy always doing hanging around that's the jewel of the god it's men in black too it's rosario uh dawson yeah exactly men in black too it, it rains because you're crying <laughs> <laughs> no, it's crying i'm crying because it rains but it's all and the way she says the way she says lots of people cry when it rains mm, 
That's some true. people yeah. cry when it rains. I don't know if I'm that emotionally connected to weather. <laughs> Thunderstorms and I'm just farting left, right and centre. Just, oh, God. Oh, that, that got ruined. What am I rolling next? Uh, a D4, please, Sam. A different one or the same one? Same one. Still, you know, it gives oh, us the same God. numbers, doesn't it? No, because it's a chance. <laughs> Four. Yes. Okay, so your legendary rogue was an assassin by the name of Whispered Death who stole or yeah. or took, took the jewels of the gods. Okay. He or she is now retired, old, and fat. Oh. That's it. Did he? Did they eat the jewel of the gods? Was it a great big bird? No idea, but that is a great story because that, that allows the, tool, the the jewel of the gods to be floating around somewhere, if it is a jewel. Yeah. Maybe it's the thing that he or her cashed in to make his pub that he now just sits in and laughs and has a great time. Call the jewel of the gods and people are like, the old woman was like, find the jewel of the gods. Exactly. And then they go to the town and there's a pub called the jewel of the gods. Exactly. Do you want to do one more? Do you want to create another legendary rogue story? Oh, yeah, I do. All right, what am I doing first? Number four, D4. Uh, A D4, please. If you get the same one, One. we might skip it. One. Ah, one is a thief. Ooh, I like that. Then a D8. That is a seven. Seven. You've had seven. I can roll again, though. Roll again. That is a two. Ah, a thief who goes by the name of the Harlequin. Ooh, I like that. I don't know why I mm. turned into Alan Partridge's assistant, Lynn, then, didn't I? Ooh. D6 next. D6, please. Okay, come on, D6. Uh, one, again. Brilliant. Uh, stole a great trove of a dragon. Oh, so like a so Bilbo is... Baggins-y type thing. Yeah, yeah, this, this is pretty much on par with, you know, the standard... Legendary roguish story, yeah. and then finally another D4, so we can see where he or she is at. Come on, three, three. Ah, now is worshipped by rogues as a deity. Oh, so it's kind of like the um, the nightingales in Skyrim. Do you remember that? The legendary thief. Um, yes, yes. What was her name? Nocturnal mm-hmm. or something? She had the um, the really cool lockpick. That would never be broken, or something like that. I always took the bow. Of course, she fucking did. Oh no, she had a lockpick later. Yeah, she had a lockpick later. It was on, the lockpick yeah, of yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it was really. And in I think in Oblivion, yeah. you could get it, and you just didn't have to give it back, and you could just pick any lock. You because you just forced it because it would yes. never break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're really good, man. Can we do yeah. like another one? I'm having so much fun with this. <laughs> and so an addict is born. Um, all right, go on then. We'll first, do one yeah. more. I know you've told me this a few times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If I've got it, if I've already rolled it, we'll just roll it again. Cool. That's fine. Uh, that is a two. Two. Assassin. I, no, I like assassins. Okay, cool. Let's carry on. We got an assassin. This time... D8. D8, please. Uh, that is a three. Uh, Jack the Lad. Ooh, he'll come for your wife and leave with your innards. Yeah, is that, ah, that sort of vibe. It's Jack the Lad. Right. It's exactly that sort of vibe. Uh, a D6, please. Two. Two. Uh, foiled the plans of a warlord king. Jack the laddie ravished the maiden and off he went <laughs> with your pocket watch. Diddly diddly diddly. And he brought down a nation. But I'm really... Re- I'm vibing with Jack the lad. This bloody... I can tell. Oafish buffoon who... <laughs> 
likes the the fairer sex has brought down a nation. Wonderful. And then uh, D4 finally. Jack lad has rolled a two. Hasn't been seen. Hasn't. Whoop. Hasn't been seen for eons. Jack the lad, he's probably immortal, cause that's what he stole, it was the sands of time. But the woman that he was with was has got old and died, and he can't handle it, so he lives in the woods. I Wow, okay, well I mean that is brilliant. What was the other one? I kinda want one of those What was the other one? Those songs for all of them. What, the final one that we missed? No no no, give me the the other names because I can do songs for all of them. I stole a jewel of the gods, and now I'm fat, and that is that, but it's <laughs> under the counter, don't tell the law, diddly do, did he die. Oh my gosh, this is... I stole from the dragon, and he's not happy about that, that's why the backs of my trousers are all singed, and they think I'm a god. <laughs> Brilliant. Well... Listen, I think we've squeezed enough content about this bit, haven't we? All right. What are the other ones, by the way? Just out of interest on the other tables. Other names? Other other. Um... What were the other ones? Because we had thief and assassin. Yeah. So thief, assassin. So what are the other two? Con artist. Jack the lad could be a good con yeah. artist. And a well. buccaneer. I'm thinking. Pirate. Yeah, I, I'm thinking more like Dread Pirate Roberts from Princess Bride, also known as Wesley. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, that sort of type. Um, probably played by mm-hmm. a swashbuckler kind of thing. But there we are. Give it up. I'm swinging around and I got a boat and it's named after me mum, but I don't <laughs> tell anyone that. <laughs> Great. Right. I'm thinking about doing another bonus show of just this, to be honest. What else you got for me? A full hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, we have your fence. Um, so Ooh. this is the relationship uppy downy um, mm-hmm. meter, which we've we've sort of discussed in the other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you start at the beginning. If you I don't know if Jack the Lad's going to be a very good student. I'm just going to forewarn you now. That's fine. I don't think he is either. I mean, that's why he's turned to the life that he has turned to. Hasn't he just? The So you start at the beginning um, in the middle of your relationship, right? Which mm-hmm. is just you accept stolen goods at 70% of their market price. Okay? Which is kind of fine. you got to start somewhere and as a fence yeah. they've got to take something, you know? Mm-hmm. i got to wet my beak because it's nicked. Exactly. Don't bring me any more DVD players. The resale's <laughs> shite. Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da. Go on. So go, let's go up one and then let's succeed. Okay. One so save. success um, accepts stolen goods at market price. That's good. See, that's super useful. So you don't get penalised for bringing stolen goods. They're exactly how much they cost. Yeah, that's super useful. Yeah. Um, if we go up one more, he gives you info about rumoured scores. That's nice for side quests. Mm-hmm. It's exactly that. And it, you know, Biddle-dee-dee. it feels... Look at the man with the yellow hat. He keeps gold on her there. The hat's actually see-through. That's the joke. <laughs> the next up... Actually, you've even mentioned this as part of this show. Um, no. See-through <clears throat> He lends you a lockpick, uh, which increases your sleight of hand by Ooh. plus two. That's fucking great. 
Yeah. And then so exactly. what? So you balls it up and he's like, I can't be having you wander about with that, so I'll take it off you. Well, maybe that's maybe that's if you really, really cock it up. Um, <laughs> and then finally, if we go all the way back mm-hmm. down, uh, he'll accept stolen goods at 50% of their cost. And then finally, uh, if there is a bounty on your head, he may turn oh, you Oh, badly D. He's hidden over there. He's dressed like a lady. And that's kind of fine, but not in this case. Anymore? No, Plenty. Plenty. <laughs> He's oh. four doors down. <laughs> Bloody hell. I think this is one of those those this is one of those episodes yeah. where you and me are gonna come away from it going, man, that was a funny episode. And and like, are gonna be like, Why is he singing? Uh, <laughs> that is your fence and that relationship with said fence, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Could be a contact, could be, you know, who whoever it is, but it's part of part of that roguish element. I like the element of being handed in, I think that's really good because chances are, if you're a rogue, you will have done some shit anyway in game mm-hmm. or in backstory. So it's like it kind of makes sense and it does open up more doors for role playing where maybe like, oh, I've got this throwaway little storyline. Let's put that in there just to kind of pass the time before I think of something else. Yes, exactly. So mm-hmm. let's move on. Finally, we bring ourselves to maybe one of the main reasons why you are adventuring, or at least one of your inspirations. Nice. Those points of inspiration yeah. therein. To the reason why you're adventuring, and the mechanical elements find it. You're s- Do I have to roll for this one? No rollings uh, needed, required. Oh. This is merely, this is a pay gold, get stuff sort of environment, right? This is a build, okay. build your homestead almost kind of thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. And you may start with one of these, like, you know, with the conversation with your DM, you may start with something that's already set up here. So your stash and the security around it. Biddly D, don't trip that wire, because if you do, I'll set you on fire. (laughs) (laughs) So this is that stuff where you're providing players um, or you're suggesting to your DM, if you are a player, with... Uh, downtime activities which for them will be mm-hmm. useful so there's a few of these elements that I'm just basically going to list out here and we can figure out how they can all interact so number one you're right trip wires trip wires um, drop pits general traps right mm-hmm. these guys here we're thinking more about a time commitment during your downtime activities so it's about how can I rig you might need to buy the materials to do it so you might need to buy mm-hmm. some um, some wire and things like that and deal all, all of that sort of stuff so that's ready to go, um, as well as educate either if there is people that you're trying to look after in your stash, educate them about the yeah. trip wires. If it's not and, you know, it's things that don't move, then fine. Um, pit traps and all that sort of stuff. You may even go mm-hmm. so far as to hire a trap designer. which isn't something that we've discussed in this show before but actually now that I've said it I think we probably should do a little bit more in depth because we know that dungeons and tombs and banks and things like that have Mm -hmm. overtly aggressive traps in them right Yeah, they have things that are designed to literally murder you which means that if there is something that can be done and ways to do it better, there will be somebody out there who will take money to do that for you and provide the expertise to do it. Okay? Yeah. So the idea of a trap designer is going to be 
it's going to permeate throughout throughout the all of D and D, isn't it? Mm -hmm. think about it whether it's just a guy who you hire and depending on how much you pay is it a guy with a, uh, a shovel and some sticks and he just digs a pit and then puts some sharp sticks on the end or she's or... she's like someone who's like hey yeah a trap pit is good but you know what's really good having a false doorknob that's coated in poison so if you touch it you just sort of yeah and everyone who comes in knows that that door just opens Yes, you know, you flip the panel and turn the turn the combination like a like a like a safe door. Anyone that goes for the handle is like gets this poison frog, and she's like that will fucking ruin their day. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. It's and and maybe that this you can actually start to introduce a little bit of your relationship uh, spectrum element that we've talked as a mechanic to how you deal with your trap builder. Mm -hmm. There's also the potential here, and this is where we start to get sort of oceans eight to. 12 or however many there are now <laughs> yeah where you are contacting a trap designer who you know has built traps for cases that you're jointing oh jo joint, joints that you're casing, casing. <laughs> casey Kate, yeah, but Kay, casey joint <laughs> is the name of the woman that designs the traps oh brilliant and then old um what was his name to Bob Sam, you made the doors. How do I get rid of them? Boobity bye. It's exactly that. It is exactly that. Um, so that's yeah. so that's one side of things. So that's part of that security that you can look at. You can also look mm -hmm. at hirelings. So a bodyguard <clears throat> potentially, if you're looking at your treasure and your stash, is physical people, somebody that you can trust. And again, this is something you can do with either somebody that you've role played with, an NPC who is you know linked to yourself but maybe you need mm -hmm. paying and they are they work for coin and that's exactly what they are so then you've got to have a monthly deduction ready to take from your from your yeah. gold pile your gold stack because this is the thing with D&D as well a lot of the time if you don't commit to this sort of background paraphernalia you just end mm -hmm. up and you're like I've got 10,000 gold because I've never yeah. I've never had to buy food I've never had to pay rent I've never, you know. Well, there's a bit in, uh, I think there's Critical Role, isn't it, where Nock's like, oh, I can pay that 3,000 gold. And they're like, how? She's like, I don't pay for anything. <laughs> and that's it. Exactly. And, you know, when you have clerics who can make food at the drop of a hat and it's just a spell slot for them, then, yeah, why why mm -hmm. would you ever do that? And, you know, you've got a wizard who can make you, literally make you a house whenever you need it. So Make you a mansion. Exactly. You don't need booed. booed. You don't, wow, I'm having some real issues today, aren't I? You don't need food. You can't fucking speak. <laughs> Maybe you should sing. You don't need food and you don't need board at that point. So what do you start spending your yeah. money on? Food. Oh no, I see traps. Yeah, yeah. traps, bodyguards. Um, so there's that sort of stuff. Now, then you can maybe look at potentially hiring a wizard to deal with mm. because you've got physical threats but you've also got magical threats. And you get this sort of I guess you get this sort of dichotomy that you can even get going. Where we've looked at Tasha's, and Tasha's talks about potentially having a rival for your rogue. What if you mm -hmm. get to a point where you have this rivalry where you go in and you basically place a copper piece on top of their stash just to say, I got through all your traps? Oh, yeah. And you break into this place and there's all the wealth and all mm -hmm. the riches, and you go past all these and all these piles and piles of platinum and gold, and there's a shoebox. Yeah with like uh, a family photo in it and you're like I'll be having that yes exactly and then vice versa <laughs> you know that your um, 
your competition, the other person, the other yeah. rogue, is trying to get into your stash. And you go home, you go back, and the house is on fire, and you're like, "Ebbity bad, overreaction, bidibidi bay." That's that's it. That's what I've got for for our love it, man. Our rogues, mechanicals, inspiration points. Um, wonderful. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed the show. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, join me in a congratulations to Sam for getting married. Pause for that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hi. As always, we have been Starter Set. If you've enjoyed the show, do please share it around. Send it to friends, loved ones. and I'll go one better. What we want, we want people to send us stuff. We want your version of... If there's been a rogue in your party that's done something silly, you've gotten how the sort of... What's his name? Shanghai Sam. No, Jack of... Jack the Loud or whatever his name is. What we want is... What we want is a video of you doing a song about that ex, about that exploit. So explain it normally and then go... Oh, six, yeah, but it, bah, we stole from the wall. Oh, ba-dee-ba-dee-bee. Cut off our feet. ba da ba da ba ba da You know, something like that. That's what we want. Sure. I, I, hey... And we'll share the best ones. And if they're really good, there will be a prize. I'll make sure of it. I'll do like a voice mess, a voicemail message or something, or like a cameo. Addy, but it bad. You're the competition winner. This is your prize. You fucking mug. But Oh dear, I'm not sure where I got to in the uh, in the sign off. But thank you for listening. Roll well and goodbye. Bye, everybody. Hey there. My name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Hey, hi. do you enjoy being optimistic about bad movies? Or do you enjoy at least trying to figure out where someone worked really hard on a bad movie? Well, we've got the podcast for you. New to Robots Radio, we represent Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Each week, we look at two movies that did really badly critically, but we try to find the good in them. And we have segments such as What Could Have Saved It and Would You Watch It Again? If you're there on a Saturday night, you want to watch a bad movie, but you're not sure if it's like good bad or bad bad, or if you should even bother, give us a listen. You can find us on Robots Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please come and say hi. We love you already. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.